Yo, what is going on, everyone? What is cooking? This is scriptwriter Steve. You reach my podcast, Barbecue to Movies. Today, July 29th, 2021. It's currently 5.17 a.m. in the morning. Boy, I got <laughs> something to like tell you guys all. Uh, it's on my mind. It's on my mind. But uh, yeah, I'm burning the midnight oil like how I usually do. I always make up that excuse why I'm staying up late. Um, watch some football on YouTube. Made some spam musubi. Um, finished editing some wedding videos. And uh, here I am. I think I'll go to bed right after this uh, podcast, but I'm not even tired right now. (laughs) What is the time, or what is the, I guess, saying after the midnight oil is already burnt? Because I think I'm past that right now. All right, I'm turning this down because I have some things I want to get off my chest. Uh, I have a lot of things I want to get off my chest and on my mind. Uh, Today I had a wedding shoot today. Well, before, let me back up there. This entire show... Uh, if you keep tuning in or staying tuned in, is going to be about Simone Biles and why I don't think she is heroic for pulling out of the Olympics or just pulling out of the team events. Uh, just to let you know, I'm not watching the Olympics at all. Um, I could care less of what Simone Biles actually does, but I have an opinion on her dropping out of the Olympics at the worst time, and for more so about the media and certain people, I guess, around the media and just people who are just fan people, um, who are just fans, right, not fan people, uh, who are just fans, who are kind of putting up her on a pedestal and treating her as though she is, she is some type of hero for dropping out of the Olympics because she said she was going through some mental problems, right? So I'm gonna, I don't agree with that opinion at all. If you stay tuned after the commercial break, I'll get into the whole thing about it, okay? Uh, but anyway, I'm going to tell you first about my entire day because uh, I think that's also pretty entertaining. So um, today I had a vow renewal for one of my wedding couples. It was really great. And uh, the funny thing about it is that we, you know, I take them over to Koolina Beach and it starts off the, the couple's fine. Everything's fine with my, with my clients, but it starts off very easygoing. And uh, the, the beach, we basically have the whole beach to ourselves. And then as we get closer to sunset, all of the other photographers come out, right? <laughs> and um, there was a photographer who was right next to me. And uh, she had her mask on. And I started to look all around. And they, all these other photographers had their mask on while their subjects didn't, right? And again, here in Hawaii, we don't have an outdoor mask mandate. I don't think anywhere in the entire nation there's an outdoor mask mandate that may change because joe biden is getting crazy and the cdc is getting completely nuts but that's for another story but again here in hawaii um there's no mask mandate at all by the governor he dropped it so again if you're outside and you don't need to wear a mask so this uh, photographer looks at me she points at her mask, and then she then she says something, but it sounds like this. <laughs> and I look at her, and I, I say, what? And she again points at her big black mask that are, you know, covering her, her like half of her nose and all the way under her chin. And she says something again, pointing to her mask. <laughs> so then I pointed to him on my mouth and said, <laughs> And then she got real mad and she just waved me off. And again, she just wanted me to wear a mask outdoors while I was shooting my wedding. 
<laughs> and or at this time the wedding was actually finished, right? This is the stupidity that we have here um, in Hawaii. Uh, and it may be, you know, coming to your part of the nation soon, but again, you know, these people who are wearing masks, more than likely they're vaccinated, right? And she is more than six feet away from the couple who, who she is photographing. She is more than six feet away from me, right? <laughs> Yet she wants me to wear a mask and doesn't care if her clients are not wearing masks and they're actually closer to her. She wants me to wear a mask. This is complete virtue signaling, right? So this is the idiocracy that is just surrounding all of us. And I swear, you know, it, stupidity, it trickles down from the Democrats. The Democrats are extremely stupid. I, you know, I have to say they're, they're, even if they are geniuses like Dr. Fauci, geniuses in quotes, because they're intellects in quotes, right? And they're geniuses in quotes, because in real life, they're not geniuses. And uh, they're actually quite stupid because Fauci, before he was for the mask, then he was against the mask, then he was for double masking and triple, ma triple masking, and now he's not for masking. And then again, he wasn't for, and now he, again, he is for masking. And he's saying all of this is backed up with science when the truth is, it's not. And, and the truth is, if we just take in human behavior into wearing masks, <laughs> It's not safe or sanitary at all. Because if we enter, if we enter into a room where there's COVID all around and we have our mask on and then we take the mask off with our hands, put it into our pocket and these COVID particles are so you know, contagious because they're saying the Delta variant is more contagious than the original var variant. And, and now you have COVID all over your hands and you're going to scratch your hands, scratch your face or, 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 or touch your steering wheel and you got COVID around everywhere, the mask doesn't make a difference. It really, really doesn't. It's almost equivalent to this one woman today, this one young woman today. I'm not sure how old she was, but I went to the restaurant today to order some food to go before my wedding, and I give her my money, and she has gloves on and a mask, and then she handles my money, and then she handles my food with her gloves, and she thinks it's okay you know, because her gloves make her hands feel clean. But I just handed her money, <laughs> money with my bare hands. So the money, if I have COVID on my hands, it went to the money. She just handled the money, put it into the cash register, then handled my food, and then handled someone else's food with the same damn freaking gloves. <laughs> Human behavior has a lot to do with the spread of COVID. And just because you're wearing gloves or, or wearing a mask or behind a plastic shield doesn't mean you're stopping anything. Let's not forget that COVID potentially escaped a Wuhan laboratory that was, they're saying it's, you know, rated, five, I guess, level five, which is when you wear those spacesuits inside there and COVID still got out. Now, there's rumors that it's level two, which is the equivalent of your dentist's office, but I'm not sure who to believe. But why don't we just say it's a level five, right? Where they have to wear those spacesuits and they look like they're deep sea diving, except they're actually, I guess, above water handling COVID. And COVID escaped that, and it also infected one of the workers there. That's how it kind of escaped. So if it can infect the worker who's dressed up as though he's traveling to space, how will a cloth mask or a bandana or anything that I buy over at Walmart 
actually help prevent COVID from getting into my nose. You know, one thing, again, you don't hear from the CDC or your local, I guess, Department of Health is how many of those who were infected were actually wearing masks. And the truth is, they don't want to tell you because the, the truth is that the majority of them who got infected were wearing masks and very a very small amount who weren't wearing masks did not get infected. That's the truth about it. I think there's about 1% to 2% of those who did not wear masks actually did not, actually got infected. All right, people. So that's my... I had to get that off my chest about my day today. And now I'm going to cut to commercial. But when I get back from this commercial, I want to spend some time on this whole Simon. Is that how you say your name? Simon or Simon? Simon Biles, right? I want to get more into this because I have a lot to say. Hey, what's going on, everyone? It's scriptwriter Steve with a shameless plug for my company, Dream Weddings Hawaii. So, if you want to get married in Hawaii, if you want to get your vows renewed in Hawaii, and if you want some family pictures in Hawaii, make sure you check me out. So, my website is dreamweddingshawaii.com. So, that's dream, weddings with a S, Hawaii spelled out, dot com. Yo, I am back from my commercial break. Okay. I'll let this music play for a while while I get my mind into the mood to comment on this. About Simone Biles. Alright, I'm going to turn this down. Because i got to get talking so I can go to sleep, right? <laughs> it's 527 right now, people. And uh, if, I'm, if, I'm, <laughs> if I'm not playing my cards right... I may be talking to 6.30 in the morning and the sun may actually come up. And then I'll have successfully given myself jet lag without leaving Hawaii. <laughs> that would be, uh, be pretty talented. I, I've done that before. When I was like fully just screenwriting, man, I would just write till the, till the sun came up, go to bed. And then uh, when, when the sun would set, I would actually get back up and I would kind of live like a vampire. I'm not sure why. I'm not sure why I do that to myself, you know, but... Um, that I've been like this for my, I think, almost my entire life, which has not been too great if you're actually going to, you know, school. And I was actually, I think I was actually this way when I went to high school and elementary school. That's why I slept a lot of times during school and then was up all at night. But anyway, back to the Simone Biles thing. So if you don't know, Simone Biles is one of the greatest, I guess, uh, gymnasts there as there was ever to be, uh, or ever, she is considered possibly the GOAT greatest of all time in the gymnast world, right? And um, she wears this title. She wants to be considered the greatest of all time uh, to the point where she actually has a picture of a GOAT uh, sewn in onto her leotard, right? And um, so what happens is that during the team events, uh, and I guess there's three girls that actually compete in here, and she messes up on her thing, which is the vaults, she messes up on the vault uh, really, really bad. I think she, uh, I guess, uh, almost, she didn't land it very well. And then she got one of the lowest scores of all time. And then she goes over to the sidelines, talks with her coach. And then all of a sudden, we learn that she's withdrawing from the competition. And then later on in a press conference, she says she's withdrawing because she can't, or she's uh, not mentally prepared to do so, or, or she gives that excuse. 
And then later on, um, she, uh, I guess, expands on that, saying that, you know, uh, she's basically not in the right mental space, and and uh, that's the reason why she withdrew. Now, will she compete in the rest of the Olympics? I'm not sure. Uh, you know, I could really not care because I'm not really not watching the Olympics. Uh, now, here's my problem with it, right? Now, I treat now. First of all, I don't take professional sports that serious anymore. Uh, I used to love professional sports. I still do as an entertainment, uh, I guess, I guess, uh, as an enter- a form of entertainment, but as an occupation, to me, it doesn't, you know, contribute a lot to society. It may give us a lot of happiness, something to cheer about, but at the end of the day, um, you know, a gymnast, you know, a football player, you know, a great tennis player or a person can, you know, whack a golf ball like really, really far is not going to do a lot for me at the end of the day. You know, I would really appreciate appreciate someone who could, you know, uh, build a house really well or, uh, you know, um, or who's a really good medical doctor and give me a really good medical advice or fight for my freedom and put their life on the line to defend my liberties in this country. You know, those are the people who I consider heroic, right? And um, not necessarily a gymnast. And uh, what happened here is that I think people are putting Simone Biles too much on a, up on a pedestal and calling her heroic. I really don't agree, first of all, with, uh, I guess, the label of hero uh, being in the same line of a person who just plays sports for a living. That's number one, okay? Number two, what she did is that she quit on her job in the middle of her job. Now, there's always a right time and a wrong place to quit. Now, I don't care what your mental ability is and all that, right? And we can, we all have gone through, you know, I guess, ups and downs, I guess, emotional ups and downs in our entire life. Uh, I remember for myself, now, just to let you know, for those of you who have just been tuning in, I run a wedding company, right? And I believe that on on uh, one of my days, uh, I think I found out that my uh, my uncle, my, one of my uncles had actually died. And, I was, and not that I was close to my uncle at all, uh, but, you know, it did affect me in a very, very sad way. I was very, very sad, you know, very, very sad uh, because he was, uh, you know, closest to my father. And, um, you know, it, it, it kind of brought mortality, you know, closer to me because, if he died, that means, you know, my parents, you know, who I'm very, very close to are also closer to mortality. And it's just, and he, and he just went, I mean, he went in for a, I think he said a stomach hurt and he, they found out he had pancreatic cancer and he was gone within a week. And it was really, really sad. I mean, my grandmother was down here and it was just really sad. But that same day, or I think it was the day before, day after, you know, I had to do a wedding. Now, I could have easily just called in and said, "Hey, you know what? Uh, you know, you know, I'm not mentally there. My uncle had died. I'm sure my my wedding couple would have you know understood, but that's not what I did. I sucked it up. I didn't even tell my couple about it. I put on a smile, even though it was fake, and I had a good time at the wedding, and I got great photos for that couple." Because a couple at the end of the end of the day hired me, paid me very well to deliver great photos for their wedding. And they also hired me to plan their wedding and to make sure all of the vendors who I'd hired, you know, showed up on time, did their best, 
and made sure they wanted my leadership to make sure everything happened, you know, perfectly on that day. They didn't, they didn't pay me to hire someone else. They didn't pay me. They paid me to show up and to deliver. Even though I was going through a hard time, I still showed up. You tough it out and you show up. And that's what's being professional. That's the definition of being professional. You know, and that's what people know from me. You know, even if I'm sick, I mean, I guess if I have COVID, I'll stay away. But I remember doing, you know, uh, I guess showing up to a wedding, even though I was throwing up maybe on the way there because I had food poisoning, but I still showed up. I still got great photos, right? I knew I wasn't contagious because I had ate something bad, but I was still throwing up. Not during the wedding. I held it all in, you know, but right after that, I was gone, right? And, and, and this is something that, that I think Simone Biles had to do. Now, some people are saying, okay, you know, she's doing the vault, she's spinning, and she's not mentally there, and she could basically land funny and then maybe, maybe break her neck. Maybe, but still, suck it up. You know, do your job, because at the end of the day, all of us, that's her profession, all right? I have my profession, you have your profession. Everyone has to suck it up and do it, because if you don't do it right, you're going to let down someone, and you're going to, and maybe, you know, you may put other people's lives in danger. Like, say, for example, if a person, if a, or a pilot is in the middle of his landing approach, right, and then on top of that, the, the pilot says, you know what, uh, you know, I can't do this anymore. I had a really bad day and uh, I just don't want to land the plane anymore. I'm done. And then the, the co-pilot says, yeah, I think I'm done too. You know what, go get someone in the back. I'm just done. That's not, you, you can't do that. You know, you, you can't do that at all. That's not being professional. You know, if you tried to pull that same crap that Simone Biles did, on your job, you probably get fired, right? Now, of course, you probably say, you know, you may, some of you may have said, oh, I, I have an excuse because I'm not mentally there and everything like that. And maybe your employer may have some like, you know, uh, leniency to you. I'm not sure if I would. I really, I'm not sure. You know, and that's what it comes down to. The argument is so simple. It's really, really that simple. And here's the other thing too. To put her on a pedestal and to call her heroic for admitting her mental issues, right? And saying it's okay to quit when the going gets tough. That's not how you actually um, grow yourself as a character. You know, in order to grow yourself, in order to you know, push past these walls, these, these emotional walls, to make yourself a stronger person, is to push past these fears, you know, a lot of times I remember when, before when I was boxing, I remember my boxing coach came up to me. Now, I had never had boxed before in my entire life. And, um, you know, I could throw a pretty strong right and, and a pretty strong punch just because of my weight. And on top of that, I had some martial arts experience, right? Uh, but I really didn't know how to throw a really good right and throw a really good jab with a snap and with my hips. But, I, but my coach, my coach Ralph, put me right in there with, in, in a boxing ring, and uh, he told me, the guy across me, by the way, he just got out of jail, and he was in juvie court before, but he just got out because he turned 18, and by the way, he got out for killing someone in a fight, and it was all true, 100% true. Now, at that moment, I wanted to quit, 
I said, what? I was going to say, coach, what are you doing? You're putting me, you're putting me directly across someone who can potentially kill me, right? I even said that, are you serious? And my, my other friend who got me into this, right? He's also a coach. He said, yeah, Steve. Uh, yeah, that's one of our guys. And he's only going to spar with you, but you know, he'll take it easy. But he did kill someone. So I am full of fear. I wanted to quit. Okay. I'm not being paid to be here, but what did I do? When I'm, I marched straight into that ring and I just fought for my life. And that guy didn't land one punch on me. In fact, I punched that guy out. So, so, uh, and that's when Coach Ralph found out he, you know, he had something in me. But, um, you know, that's an example of character growth. And after that, I wasn't scared anymore. I could go into the ring against these big guys who are like maybe about five inches taller than me. And, I, and I'm about six feet, right? And I weigh about 204 pounds, so I'm a heavyweight boxer. But I was fighting these Samoans who are about 6'5", 250, 260. And, and they had a lot stronger punches than me, but I didn't have that fear. And that's how you grow your character. You don't quit. And by Simone Biles quitting and then wanting to get praise for her heroism for quitting will give birth to a new type of cowardness that I just can't really describe right now. Because, But it, it is being a coward. This is not heroic, all right? When the going gets tough, the tough get going, like in that song, right? The tough don't start running away. You know, we always, when we write movies, when we write about character growth, right? And simple thing, I'll just, I'll just explain to you, Top Gun. Remember when Goose died, Maverick? He couldn't engage. He couldn't fight. And his instructors kept trying to put him up there in the air and, f and make him take the bait. They wanted him just to engage. And they said, keep putting him up. Keep putting him up there. Keep flying him. They were like my coach Ralph, you know, putting him in the ring. Just keep putting him in the ring. He has to fight. And at the end, when the, when, when the, the MIGs were on, I guess on Iceman's tail, Maverick, he bugged out. Remember that time? He was saying, talk to me, Goose, talk to me, Goose. And he held Goose's uh, dog tags in his hand, and he just basically bugged out. Now, if we were in Simone Biles' world, it would be okay for her to bug out, and then for Iceman to get shot out of the sky, but Maverick would be then a hero for bugging out because he kind of will come down there and give a press conference about his mental health status and how he should, and people in the media would just say, wow, Maverick, you're such a hero. You know, I know Iceman and, and Hollywood, they all died and got shot out of the sky. And then, you know, the, the nuclear, um, and I guess your, your nuclear miss, your, your nuclear aircraft carrier got shot at. Um, but you're really a hero for admitting you have a mental health issue. So we should really focus on that. And, you know, thank God you admitted that because, you know, you did the right thing when you quit. That's the equivalent of what Simone Biles did, all right? That's the equivalent. So to all of you out there, you who are suffering through mental illness and everything like that, and again, you know, a lot of people go through these things, and, and it's very serious. But you have to time when you're going to quit. It's okay to walk away. It's okay to quit, all right? It's 100% okay to quit, right? Because sometimes the only way out the only way up is out, all right? I'll repeat that again. It's okay to quit because sometimes the only way up is out. And like for me, for example, maybe about three weeks ago, I, I quit before I um, officially committed 
to photographing a wedding that I knew for a fact that that um that I knew for a fact that wedding was not going to turn out well because they didn't give me a long enough time to get pictures. They gave me 15 minutes, 15 to 30 minutes to get great photos. I need two hours, right? You know, and this wedding planner was basically all, she was all across the board, stupid. I called her speedy because she spoke like a 1 million miles per hour. And it just was a bad situation for to get my stuff and my company into. So I quit. And the only way out, the only way up was getting out. Now, I quit before I got in too deep, and that's the right time to quit. So if Simone Biles said, man, I could feel it, all this pressure that that I'm putting on myself on, that I'm putting on this team, I don't think I can deliver on that day. I really don't. So she should have quit before she got into the plane to Tokyo, and then I would be completely okay, right? And then she should cheer on the person who's going to replace her, right? Because that's what she should do. But you should not quit on that day in the middle of the actual job. I mean, just imagine if I were on the job. Just imagine if I took this job, this this uh, this job, and I knew for a fact nothing would turn out well, but I still took it, right? And then in the middle of that job, I just quit and just say, hey, you know what? I can't handle this. It, you know, everything is, you know, you know, hitting the fan like how I predicted, but I'm up right now in the middle of the wedding. I quit in the middle of the wedding. <laughs> that's not the right time to quit. You got to quit way, way in advance. Give them a long time to like find your your replacement, right? And that's what Simone Biles should have done. She should have quit, you know, and then someone should have stepped up to the plate and then the mantle would have been passed to that other person or the other girl. That's what she should have done. So she did the wrong thing here, all right? So if you are struggling with mental health, and you're doubting yourself, and you want out of it, you want to exit, time it well. You know, don't put that person, that project into jeopardy. If you are uneasy of it, right? You're part of a, you're part of a job. You don't want this job. And say you don't want this job, and you can't perform well in this job because it'll give you anxiety. You know, quit before it's too late. Don't quit in the middle of the job, all right? That's the, that's the advice I have for you. All right, people, that is it. It is currently 5.43 a.m. in the morning. It's time for me to go to bed, and it's time for you to stop listening to me. All right, everyone, that's it for today. I had fun podcasting. If you like what you hear, please share my podcast. If you can't find me, look on your favorite podcast platform and look for BBQ2 Movies. That's BBQ T-O Movies. Yeah, the T-O is not the number two, by the way. It is T-O, like Terrell Owens. So that's BBQ2 Movies. Catch you around.